Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big, wide world. How are you today? Do you feel good about yourself? Well, that's the point. That's what we're going to talk about today. And first of all, happy summer. Well, I've noticed, you know, I just saw I have so many listeners on the other side of the planet. And it's not happy summer for you at all. I hope it's happy winter. That's all I can say. So happy everything. Happy life, everyone. This is Helena Steiner Holstein with Our Wondrous World. This world so full of wonder. You know, you can reach me at my emails, dr for Dr. Helena Info, and at yahoo.com again, again. Dr. Helena, info short, info short for information, or at Activale, which is written A, C for Charles, T for Tom, I, D for Victor, A, and L for Love, and E for Edward, Activale at gmail.com. Right now, I think those are the only places you can reach me because my websites have been hacked by forces of a different nature. So let them have my sites. We are building a new one and it's coming to you and it's going to have a theme about the light again because this is what we believe in in this world. I asked you, how are you doing today? And it's a good question. When you wake up in the morning, how do you feel about yourself? You say, oh, oh, just another day. Or do you say, I'm alive, I'm alive. Well, thank you for this new gorgeous day. It sounds a little pretentious, but you know, when you have been down and you can say that, it's a wonderful thing to do. And we have the choice to do that. Like we have a choice to do everything. So uh, we're going to talk about 10 points, how to feel good about yourself today. And um, of course, there are 1,000 points how to feel good about yourself today. One of the ones was what I said right now, and it starts in your mind. It does. Everything starts in your mind. It depends the way you look at things, how you feel about things, how you think about things. And I would say one of the good points is don't blame, don't blame others for your misfortunes in life. And those misfortunes are making you feel not that good about you. Don't blame others again, because I hear this so much. And then people say that to me. They feel I don't give them enough support. If I don't understand. But the thing is, we have we can make our day a good choice. A good day. Anytime. It's up to me what's going to be. It's very simple. So be aware of your choices and how you look at your life. Don't blame anyone else for that, as I just said. See what's around you. Position yourself in your situation. 
I just say this about positioning yourself. It's important to position yourself that you're worth something. You are someone, and that someone is in your mind. I'm recalling once, and that just came to mind now because I actually have talked about it maybe in a class before, or maybe even, no, I'm not sure I talked about it in the show, but I've done so in a couple of classes. And that was when I had given a seminar in Spain, actually in Mallorca, Spain, which is a beautiful dream island just outside of Barcelona, Spain, and it's in the Mediterranean. And I had given that beautiful seminar for a bunch of people from different countries in Europe. And now I was checking out. This was probably the day after everyone else had checked out. And I had my suitcases waiting in the lobby for me. And here I needed to get my car, which was parked a little further away, and I needed to get closer to the hotel. And I parked outside on a side street, just a few yards from the front entrance and the, you know, where my suitcases were. And I parked. And I put my, it was not parking, it said no parking, but it didn't say no stopping. And I think it's even deliveries possible or something just in that place. And I parked my car and put the flashing lights on and ran in because I run a lot. So I ran into the hotel. I've got the trolley to have my suitcases on to get, push it out to the car. And if it was a minute and a half, something later, my car was gone. And I thought, someone stole my car, but I locked it. How could it get time to do that? And that's a man who just pointed at the little label on the ground, you know, on the sidewalk, and understood they had towed my car away. And I thought, my God, you know, they must have seen me parking there, just waiting for me to leave so they could pull the car away, because this was so quick, everything. So I was going to the airport. I didn't have all that much time. And I was angry. That's an understatement. How could you do this? I knew I, I was allowed to put, you know, to have deliveries made and, you know, pick up things from that spot because the hotel had told me so. So here I have no, you know, I wasn't going to talk in Spanish on the phone number. So I get a cab, get to that parking place where they have evidently put my car, which was very close, by the way and get off and into the office, and there sits a guy, a young guy, of course, at the table, and kind of smiles at me. Here comes this Nordic blonde in through the door. What else could he do? He knows exactly what had happened because the car had just come in. I could see it, how they were unloading it. And I said, how dare you? You know, I positioned myself in a superior spot because, you know, this was wrong, in my opinion. And, of course, I know also that what is happening in so many places where you have tourists, and you see that in Miami Beach as well, that you have those towing trucks who just come and pick, come and pick up cars, even from real, regular legal parking lots, and pick them up, and people have to re- have them released for a few hundred dollars. It happens. And now I have been put in that position. 
So I was angry and I never let go. And he wanted not to get rid of me because I was just making too much noise. So he said, okay, okay, but I need like $20. I wanted 500 before. I want $20 to, to give the guys. So that was their commission and they couldn't lose them. So, okay, I said, here's $20. But now I took off again and I did make it to the airport and all was fine. But what is, what is the point of that? Well, the point is for always when you're feeling low, identify who you are and identify your position. Do you have proper cause for feeling bad about yourself, which I did at that time? I felt, how could I put myself in this position? But again, you have to be strong. This is a tough world out there. Stand up for your rights. Be aware also of your choices to let yourself down or to be a survivor. So that is the thing. Be aware of your choices because there are always choices around. So I positioned myself as the winner from the start. Now I had to unfortunately be aggressive for it. Well, that's the price. (laughs) Everything has a price. And then that's another point. Uh, There is no free lunch for success. And that goes, that's an important point. There is no free lunch out there. There is a price for everything. To feel good about yourself, there is a price. You have to make an effort at times. Some people are always happy. You've seen them. Well, they're appreciating their lives. They have learned how to do it, so to speak. But when you have those blows in life, one after the other, and you push down and push down, you're nailed down, it can be hard for some to feel you know, good about themselves. It's not that easy to live this. And we have known that. We see that. So that's why you have to just decide that, yeah, there is a price. And you have to start to look at things in a new way, always from a higher point of view, where you look down at your problems or at what the price can be and what you're willing to pay for that. So um, I'm recalling another story, and that is I had a good friend in London. Her name was Joyce. She was absolutely delightful, and I, I enjoyed her very much. She was a little older than myself, but, you know, I have usually had friends who were a few years older than myself because, um, and I was young at the time, very young, so, and because they had more maturity and they had more to share and they had more wisdom. And wisdom to me has been very, very important. But anyway, I was invited to to have Sunday lunch, or as they call it, Sunday brunch, with her husband and some business associates of him. And this was a very, he was the president for a very, very large American corporation that we all have heard of. And he was sitting here now. And I can talk about it because I know they're not around anymore. So um, 
he was sitting there and I came in before lunch. So, and I could see immediately this was a very good luck looking and important looking man. But he had had a little bit too much to drink. Or was it just he couldn't handle drink at all? Everyone saw that, but it was okay somehow. And the wife was so beautiful and so nice and was smiling at everyone and was just very nice. And then we had to sit down at the table and he had some more drinks. And he started to be abusive to his wife. That was not very nice to see. And she kind of ignored it and let it pass by and just smiled at everyone and asked him this. He was the perfect hostess. She had cooked this meal herself because it was Sunday and, you know, Sunday you, you just have to do things yourself even if you have someone to cook for you normally. That's what she said to me. And uh, that was absolutely beautiful. And then after lunch, I asked her, how can you put up with this abusive behavior of his? He, she said, you know, there is no free lunch. You have to make an effort. I decided I had to take it or leave it. He's a really good father. He's a good provider. And when he's not drinking, and that happens a few times, she said, he's okay. But it's just that abuse that she has had a lot of. And she said, I don't go out with him in the evenings anymore. He stays home because you never know how he's going to behave. But then when he invites people home, and I cannot help that, you know, I see this behavior again. So I decided as long as he's, you know, I have young children, as long as he's good provided, I'm going to put up with it and make myself good for that because I know it's good for my children to have this standard around us. They go to nice schools and they have, you know, they're happy. And their children were happy. I've seen those children. They were happy. And he loved his daughter. And they had a very good relationship. And to interrupt all that wouldn't have been good for the children. So she accepted this. There is no free lunch. You have to take it or leave it. And she had just simply looked at things from a higher place and looked down at her life and seen, oh, I can still make myself feel good. Yeah, I'm going to make myself feel good in my situation. And she did. And I think this is something we have to, to decide also. And I have another point, which is laugh at yourself when you're low. And laugh at your problems. Oh, it's easy for you to say. I can hear someone say. But this is so true. Sometimes you have to laugh your problems off. Because otherwise, if you collect them and bring them into your mind, no good. It's not going to work. You're not going to feel better about yourself. When you bring in that laughter, this laughter, at you, you laugh at you. It's not okay for anyone else to laugh at you, but it's okay for you to laugh at yourself. You just have to realize that this is the place where you are. This is the laughing matter. 
Oh my God, I did wrong again. Ha, 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 how can I? Why do I let this get to me? Why do I let this other person take over my life? So start to look at it with, you know, laughter, positivity. Another point is surround yourself with people who make you feel good, who tell you nice things. And that is, you know, what my friend Joyce did normally. She had this husband who was abusive and and difficult to live with, but she surrounded herself with these nice people like myself, you know, and we laughed all the time. So this is a very strong point that when you are down and don't feel good about yourself, you have to have people around you who tell you nice things. You know, I have Alexa sitting on the desk here. She probably said something because I said her name. And I asked her, how do you, Alexa, by the way, in countries where you don't have Amazon, it's just a table robot who, who is supposed to know everything, who play music, etc. command. But I was asking her, what, tell me something that would make me feel good. And she said, I don't know that one. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. She had not been programmed to answer that question. How can I feel better? What can you do to make me feel good? She didn't even have a joke. So she just said, I don't know that one. And, you know, of course, that made me laugh. So we don't have a robot that has been programmed to say those things to us. We have to start to tell ourselves that. And if you now want your friends to say that sometimes, you have to tell them. I only want you to say things that make me, make me feel good. If you're married to someone and that spouse is not making you feel good, tell your spouse, I want you to tell me things that would make me and you feel better or feel good. Because we don't always think that far. So position yourself and look in your life. What is it that may be stopping you a lot? Well, things like this. So another thing is, don't be envious because that will pull you down. Don't be envious of those who have more or are more successful than you are. That feeling of envy I see it in some cultures more, particularly in very civilized or advanced cultures, how people are jealous or envious, rather, of those who have it better. That will not help you to bring someone else down. Try to bring yourself up to their level instead and see what they have done to be successful. So if this, if you feel you're in a hole, first thing, who done it for me? How did that hole appear? Did someone else do it? Or did you do it for yourself? And what can you do about it? Well, there's only one answer. 
Only you can get out of it. That's the only answer. Only you can get out of it. Just like, you know, with Joyce. She could have been in living a miserable life where she was. Or, of course, she could have left it all too. But she preferred to ride on top of her problems. And that's what I expect you to do too. And how do you ride on top of your problems? Well, I suppose you just have positive thoughts and intentions in you. Think in a positive way. It makes all the difference in the world. Focus on the positive, on a good result. Focus on a good future. And keep on believing in you. And see yourself as a shiny light. Do you know that? Have you ever heard that from me before? You are a shiny light. Well, of course, that's all I say. (laughs) Of course, you've heard that lots of times. But the thing is to remember this. And you have no idea how many tell me. Oh, you say that all the time. I know that now. And I said, no, you don't. I'm waiting for you to start living it. Start living it. I am the light. This is your way and that is your truth. And that's what I said all along. The strange thing when I started to do healing work, I heard those inner voice words kind of singing in my head. I am the light, I am the light, I am the light. This is me, this is who I am. And of course, I didn't see that as, you know, I, the human me, you know, that outside shell of me is someone superior or anything. But it started to give me a confidence that I was on the right way because I was working with an energy called I am the light. And that power is your God energy, and it lives within you at this very moment. You just have to reach it. And this is what we do in private sessions. We go deep, deep down into the secret dimensions of ourselves and free that, because we were born with that feeling of I am the light. We have just been so programmed by those of control and logic not to get that far within us. And particular women have always when they come up with something good, oh that's kind of woman stuff. Or when they have intuitive feelings and come up with something out of their intuition and creation. It's kind of stopped also. Well, that's just the way, you know, because on this planet we've been programmed to live a life of limitation, of logic. When we can go so much further and get so much more out of life. Learn to give up the past that bothers you. And then, you know, that's how I program everyone to that particular formula that is downloaded into each person. And you know it. 
because most of you who listen, they have been um, with me in private sessions. You know, I've had like 60,000 individuals through the years, I believe, who have come to me for one-on-ones. I don't count the lectures or workshops. I'm counting the one-on-one. And that's a heck of a lot of souls that I look through. And I say I in quote because it's not really me doing this work. It is my I am energy to do that work. And that is my inner light that works all the time. Of course, this inner light hurts some people out there in the world of darker intentions. They don't like it, particularly when the women in the world in some countries get hold of this power and dare stand up for their rights. And this is the truth about us. We are meant to use this power. You are meant to use that power. So free your mind of past limitations. You are your own master. Don't expect too much from others to help you because it's up to me what's going to be. And I laugh about this a lot. Don't take yourself too seriously. This is what we do when we are down. You know that down feeling, that negative feeling can actually kill you. You know, I mean that. It's a horrible thing. You may start taking drugs just to get over this kind of that you take yourself too seriously. Start to appreciate you. Oh, I live alone. You know, I no one who appreciates me. Oh, you live alone. Well, start to redecorate your house, your room. Make it prettier. Put color into your life. I said, you know, my workroom is orange. The walls are orange. And this is a color that I never get tired of. It's so inspirational. I told the client the other day, and she said, oh, God, how terrible, you know, how awful, all those colors. And I said, they are like yellow. I, dining rooms, I usually have, you know, partial red because it gives you such a glow of happiness. And you can go on and, you know, start to put color into your life. Start to see what colors suit you. It might change. I know I changed my bedroom colors through the years, all the time, until I found the right color, which was this kind of melon color, which is absolutely wonderful to live with because it's so inspirational. You have the yellow in it. You have the red in it. You have the light in it. And when you have sunlight shining on that color, whoa, it's like you want to fly. And when you, in the outside feeling, feel, I want to fly, Imagine how you feel inside. So you are the one that you should start to care about. So many times, you know, mothers through the ages have always been there looking after their kids and putting them first. And of course, the, the, the husband too. But this that she, she forgot to look out for herself. And then when the kids are flying out and she's divorced the husband or she's disappeared with some young girl or whatever you think it has been, 
Now you stand there by yourself and want to start a new life. And it's hard. You're almost 50, about 50 this time. And now you have to start a new life for yourself. This is the best time for you women. When you turn 50, you can now think about yourself as being a more valuable person. You have collected experience through the years. Start to treat yourself to the good bits of the food when you're cooking. You know, you may have a cat and share it with your little cat or your little dog. But start to look after yourself. And now when you have children who have flown out, don't blame them for not coming to visit. They're busy, you know. They have not found, they have discovered the world. And you know, you should have the same attitude. Start to discover the world for yourself. This world out there is tremendous. It's so full of everything. Yes, it's full of the good and all the bad. But, you know, I go back to that. Most people here on this planet, and I really, really mean that, are good. Those who are not, we shouldn't give them a chance to continue to be bad. We should just allow that light to shine in us and make it stronger and stronger and stronger. That's important. That's who you are. This is the godly intention with us, to let our inner light shine. Isn't that nice? To let that inner shine, to allow your inner light to shine. Because when you do that, you are putting the right God into the first place in your life. And that is worth a heck of a lot. An awful lot. An awful lot. Because the light is the one you truly, truly are. Is the God energy in you. That is the original belief. Long before there was religion, people believed in that inner power because they noticed even then if they had some intention and they went through with that intention. It was like they were riding on a horse of power and they got to their goals. Sometimes you can even bypass the dimensions. I'm not going to talk about it now, but because that is something that I will probably give more time. But everything in the spiritual world is like within a twitch. It's so close. It's so fast. And to reach that place within you, you don't have to sit for hours and make point one, point two, and go through a whole program. This is on a completely different level, far, far away from the limitation and from the logic. This is a different energy, and we are energy beings. So you create your good life for you, because the more you are one, and that is the most strongest point here, the more you are one with the universal energy of love and light and connect with it daily or all the time or just, you know, connect with it as much as you can, 
the more you will be in harmony, harmony with this highest good that lives within you as well. Ah, yeah, that is, you know, something to think about. Now, we are going to do a little meditation. And for that, I wish you will close your eyes and just drop all pens and everything if you have been writing down something. Because meditations, true meditations, are coming from the big source of the universe, of the big love and light of the universe. And it's also received within you, in that place of love and light. A true meditation doesn't sit in a manuscript and you have to kind of tailor good intellectual phrases. No, it's the feeling that comes through, that comes. And the feeling you get through tuning in. And this is what we are doing. This is what I'm doing in my meditations. They are actually not meditation meditations. They are processes. The meditation that I do is a process through your subconscious mind. Because your subconscious mind is that direct line to the universal power that I call love and light or God or source, whatever suits you. I get so many who kind of kind of say I'm not serious because I don't use those religious words, but you know, I'm universal. Originally, I'm Protestant, but you know, I kind of, when I was a teenager, I decided already then to leave that religion because I felt it didn't give me what I needed to have. How I dare do that as a 16-year-old, it's amazing. And, you know, my father applauded me and my mother was shocked. But she said, oh, you cannot do that. You know, what are people going to say? And your father, you know who he is, you cannot do that to him. But he applauded my, my courage. So there we go, because he had used this power all along very much. And I'm not sure because he was such a different generation what he called it. But he knew exactly what the power was about. And now you begin to relax and relax and relax. And know that within you, you have this power called I am the light. I am the light. to you, I am the light. And you begin to feel it in your chest area. Your eyes are closed. You take a deep, deep breath. You take a deep breath and you feel at ease. You feel completely, completely at ease. I know. I am the light. I know I am the light. And you go even deeper and deeper and deeper. 
you feel, and you know who you are. You are a child of the light. You relax even more and more and more. Your eyes are closed. You stretch your body. And now you look up in the sky and you see this beautiful, beautiful daytime sky. And up there in the sky, you see a large orange light. It's like a ball of light. And that orange light is now getting stronger and stronger. It begins to shine in a yellow, yellow shade that is so strong and talks to your heart. And suddenly, this big ball of light is exploding. And out comes a flow of light. This flow of light is opening up and is sending this wide, wide ray of light to all over your world all over you and we brush away all darkness from your thoughts, from your shoulders. You don't need that burden over your shoulders. And you take a deep breath as all the darkness is disappearing from your mind, from your back of the past, from your shoulders, the old burden that you may have carried around. I am a shining light. I know it and I feel it. You know now that you are of the light. You are feeling so safe. You are feeling so completely in tune. I am the light. You feel it and you know it. And you are more and more and more in harmony with that light that you feel within your chest area. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper, even deeper now. I am a shiny light. I am of love and light. You feel it within you. And you are so much in harmony. So very, very much in harmony. I am of the light. Yes, you are now in tune with the light. And you take a deep breath. I am the light. I'm now going to walk that way of the light. I feel it shining around me. And you stretch your body. You feel happy. You feel you are in charge of your life. And you decide now you're going to focus on the positive. You're going to expect good results. You feel you have a good future because you are now taking this positive attitude. It makes you feel happy. I should never, never give up. I'm freeing myself from the past hurt, and old burdens. I am in charge. I will laugh 
of my problems. And now you feel more and more how good you are, that you are this creation who was intended to live here on earth in the light. You were meant to have a good life. No one was meant to have a miserable life. So straighten out, smile, and be happy about you. You have so much feelings of love and light in your chest. Look around you, and in your imagination, you are now in a beautiful garden. It's full of flowers. It's full of life, sparkling life. It's full of white big lilies. And you see that as your spiritual connection. And how those lilies are talking to you. You feel you are not alone. You are never alone. You know that now. You're never alone, only if you absolutely choose to be alone. But you're not. Love and light is with you right now, and you can choose it forever and ever in your life, starting right now. Yes, I am. I am free. And now you begin to walk through your garden and look around. You feel it is so invigorating, so encouraging. You feel inspired with each step that you are taking. And you take a deep breath now. Yes, you take a deeper, deeper breath. And you breathe out all old blockages Right now, you brush off your shoulders and your thoughts from those old blockages and you begin to feel that cloud of love entering your body and now spreading out into your whole body, giving you energy, healthy new energy with clean thoughts. Yes, I am. You are a child of the light. You were created in the image of that light. It says so in the Bible. You were created in the image of God. Now we have it. Now you know who you are. And you take a deep breath. And when I count to seven, you're coming back to the here and now. Number one. Number two, number three, you know that you have the light shining within you. Number four, you love the light. You feel so safe and secure with the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. And this is Helena Steiner Hornstein. Listen to this meditation. Record it down on your telephone and listen to it for your own good or send it to someone else who might need this 
little moment in the light. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You are now wide awake. Again, if you want to reach me, you reach me at Dr. Helena, Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com or activeail at gmail.com. A new website is coming up, and I'll let you know when that happens. So have a wonderful, wonderful day today, and may you find many new friends with the light, in the light, who talk about the light, who shine the light, and feel happy about your life. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you want to find me on your telephone, on your mobile, you go to podcasts, and then in search, you just put in Helena Margareta or Blog Talk Radio, which is, again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Helena. And that's how you can reach me these days, or the emails, of course. And I'm around every day. Thank you all. Bye-bye.